a playlist original. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Blockbuster. My name is Gaius Bowling, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. I didn't think we did um, <laughs> until I text Jack, like, yeah, there's only a few things to cover, and then... Just a few things, man. Just, he you know, sent me a text it's, it's, back, and I was like, yeah, oops, sorry, I forgot about all that stuff, so... It's just a good weekend to be part of the Back to the Block, the good week to be part of the Back to the Blockbuster crew here, because... We got a lot to talk about this week, Gase. It's all positive, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, it is all positive. It's a, uh, you know, we've been trying to be like, we need a pack show, we need a pack show, and thankfully, there's a lot uh, happening in the industry right now. And I, you know, what? I'm gonna let I'm I'm gonna let you decide where you want to start because there's a lot, and uh, you know, I I don't know what's more important for you. Um, it's all good news though, so. I mean, it is your show, so you can choose. I'm just your, I'm just your, uh, you know, your tiger. I just go after the, I just go after the tactics. So well, you, you, um, you lead me. All right. Well, uh, since the majority of it will be, will be DC related, let's start with uh, some trailers, a couple of trailers. Uh, wow. New uh, Ant Man and the Watch trailer premiered yesterday, which I didn't. Um, usually, we get like emails about that, like a heads up, like, hey, this. This is gonna drop at this time, but that didn't happen yesterday. Um, uh, when he me- when he says we, he means the uh, the oh, industry insiders. Oh. <laughs> the cool, <laughs> not Jack. Sorry, uh, not me. I don't get those. Jack. I just get um, like everybody else. You know what though? I, there's no rules against me forwarding those emails, so maybe I will start forwarding those emails to you, so you can also know. Uh, Insider break. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, it's like a big. It's a big movie, so I expect it like. Uh, Usually, like the day or two before, we get this. Uh, hey, just heads up, so you can just write all your appropriate shells for your stories, so you can like send them out really quick, so you don't have to like, like, oh crap, the trailer's out. You have to write up something really quick and generic. Um, but yeah, it came out, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start by saying this. There's been a lot of people have been posting all these like side by side pictures from like one of the Spy Kids movies. I think it's the uh, <laughs> I think it's the fourth one. I can't remember. I think it might in or it could be like that shock boy or shark boy and lava girl. One of the Robert Rodriguez like kid movies from back in the day because it looks some of the shots look very similar to that where they're in like the quantum realm, or whatever. Uh, I, I you know, I still think it looks cool, but I did laugh at those comparisons because everyone was like, dude, I'm really concerned by how like this looks and um. But I thought it was still a fun. I mean, I think the Ant Man stuff is pretty light anyway, so I was I didn't expect anything too uh, too like you know thrilling in that regard. But I, it looks like a fun movie, and um, and who doesn't like Paul Rudd in that role and like the rest of the cast? And they also uh, introduced uh, Catherine Newton as their daughter. Their daughter's been played by several different actresses since like uh three, yeah three three girls have played Cassie <laughs> yeah. Lang since ant-man and i and i get i get the first two were young but then the girl in endgame was like age appropriate but i guess not famous enough to join this third ant-man movie um so Catherine newton is like an up-and-coming actor she was in this horror movie called freaky and some other stuff and um she also looks like a fun addition to the cast and like it seems like she's gonna fit in pretty well and it looks like we're getting more michelle pfeiffer more michael douglas a bill murray cameo too uh there's a lot going on in it but it looks it looks fun oh and then also of course uh jonathan majors as a uh, kang which uh he looks great too um yeah, yeah no i mean first uh people compare like talking about what it looks 
you need to realize this is a full CGI movie. There is not a single speck of physical or or, <laughs> practical, or, or effects. practical effects being used at all. So yeah. let's give them a bit of time to uh, to process and get those computers going. I mean, we've heard in the past about all the the Marvel VFX teams just being like, it's impossible to like make these people happy and like they have crazy demands. So <clears throat> let's just what that is. Yeah, um, it's you know it's gonna be. A very heavy CGI movie in the quantum in the quantum realm. Um, it's Ant Man. I I don't take it seriously, but it's just odd to me that it's it's not odd, but like it makes sense. But um, would never have expected it to be like the one like the main lead ups to then Endgame. Right. Or, you know the the next because this is iteration. gonna be a this is an important this is an important one. I mean they're setting it up to be an important one because of what it yeah and that's possibly yeah, set super up. important yeah. But which is like, like which is, is crazy fun. right because like this was like. I guess of all the like standalone ones, at least for me, like Ant Man's always been like, even though I love Paul Rudd and like Evangeline Lilly is great in this, like the whole cast is great, but it's always been like lower tier standalone like as far as the Marvel. Yeah. Um, there's no so, consequences in his movies. Right, right. There's not like, yeah, there's no real, yeah, you're right. There's no real, you know, emotional depth to grab onto usually. It's, it's, they're more, they play more fun than uh, serious. But yeah. yeah, this one seems like it's setting up, you know, a lot of important things, which I guess is cool that they're finally going to, because I imagine, I mean, this is just me making the assumption, this is probably the last one, I would assume, that it's the last, like, standalone Ant-Man movie. Um, I'm sure he'll I mean, be back it in, like, other be. stuff. But, like, be. yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess if it's going to be the final one, then, like, you know, knock it out of the part and connect it to, like, an even bigger story. So, I'm cool with that. Um yeah, I have. No, I don't know. I have nothing real negative to say about it, and I, I agree. Like, it's a movie that's heavy CGI, and like, I kind of, I think we assumed we were gonna get that. So all the comparisons, while they're funny to compare them to how cheap that Spy Kids movie looked, um, you know. Yeah, but, I, but but first, put some respect on Spy Kids movies. All right. Uh, the Not first one is yeah. the first one's good. The second one yes. is good ish. The third one in three D trash, and I think there's a fourth one. Okay, it's not good. So, <laughs> you 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 must put respect on the first two at least. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> um, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, but I do. Speaking on like the whole like it being new and fun, I do like that. Um, they're doing Marvel shockingly is doing something different this time around, where they're actually giving the fans a full look at the yeah. big bad. Yeah. Of like instead of hiding you know, him, yeah. Instead of hiding him, like in the shadows and post credit scenes, like we literally get who he is. And like, you know, and I have to, I have to think this is like a different iteration of him. I feel like there's like multiple iterations yeah. of Kang and that's why it's called the Kang dynasty. Cause there's multiple Kangs like, you know, ruling or whatever. Um, but right. you know, we get to see the big bad in like a movie that will then be like, okay, I, I know what's coming instead of just being like Thanos and then quick, like two, not quick two movies, but two movies. And that's all you get out of Thanos. Um, so excited for that. I think that's going to be really cool, but yeah, other than that, but speaking on, Jonathan Majors, the Kang. Jonathan Majors, uh, trailer Creed three. Yeah, he's gonna have a good. He's gonna have like a good month. Like it's like February to March. (laughs) Like yeah, yeah, good two months. Good for him. He is yeah, and it's Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. So I'm excited for that. I feel like he's actually gonna kill it because it's not that hard to. It's a write a boxing, you know, heartfelt story. Just gotta film it right, and the fighting's gotta be dope. But Jonathan Majors looks like an absolute animal he like ripped just like it's shred- like he's like shredded beyond and, ripped. <laughs> yeah it's like oh my like god a, and i think yeah. he's gonna, i think it's gonna be dope 
especially it being in LA, like they're both like from the LA orphanages and whatnot. Yeah. So I think my, it's gonna be sweet. So I'm super excited for that. My first thought when I saw the Creed three trailer is that so I loved I liked the first one. I thought the second one was good, even though I felt it was highly like not that necessary. I mean it was one of the things that it felt like they made it because the first one made money. But at least like, you know, it still felt very it was, connected. To- it was the top gun before the top gun. Right, right. And it still it still felt very it, connected it, to Rocky to as well, right? But with this, I feel like I mean they have to do this because you know Sylvester Sloan is not gonna be in it. This one feels a little bit more like mainstreamy a little bit a little bit like it, it's it feels a little bit more detached from the whole like rocky universe but i guess that's what they have to kind of do if they <clears> want it to be a its own thing like i think they relied on the connection to sebastian stone and rocky more so in the first one i, mean, I guess in the second one too but this one has to be like its own beast basically like it's michael b jordan's kind of time to really shine like it's his own thing um yeah. like, I, I agree but, with you uh, about him being a director I, on this. That's a good it was a good choice for him to choose this one to Yeah, like you can't mess up a, a boxing movie, but like think the second one they did they, they top gun before Top Gun Top Gun. Um right. in the sense that they built off the, the lore of like a, another movie and then extended it to an actual yeah. good story. And it was a lot of fan um, service too, right? They they brought in like, you know Yeah, they brought in all the old Drago back, and, they brought yeah. Drago, they brought so it was they brought the fucking mom in, they brought yeah. the whole they were the whole thing. So it did really well. That was a great movie. I don't think anybody should 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 Oh no should it, was, say it, was, it was a solid yeah. solid follow it was a solid follow up. Like, I mean just, I, for this one I hope, unfortunately, I hope Rocky didn't die in the seven years past because it's seven years in the future from the last movie. So that yeah. may be the, the easy way out to be like, you know, because he does quote, it's like, I built this, you know, bo- it looks like he has like a boxing empire now where he's quit fighting. He's had the right. belt for a long time and now he just signs other fighters and now like, he's built this, you know, thing. And then the other guy's going to come back and challenge him or call him out for like something they did as kids where he took the fall for something. Shocker. Um, easy movie trope to write on right there. So excited for it. It's going to be a good movie. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, I I always think it's cool. Like, however this happened, whether it's like film delays or whatever, whatever it worked, it, these things sometimes work out for certain people. And for Jonathan Majors, how this stuff got scheduled uh, February of 2023 and then March of 2023, he's going to have like a really good two months, going to be very busy doing press for two very big movies. Um, and it's cool to see. I mean, that, to see people have their moment like that. Like, you know, he seems very deserving of it, and he seems excited for what's coming. And and yeah, I mean, he's I think he's right for both roles too. He's very not only is he seem I mean, he's very physically committed to both of these parts. So yeah. like when I like I said when I saw the trailer for Creed Three, I was like that guy doesn't even look human, like, yeah. like he looks like, <laughs> like at all, <laughs> like whatsoever. Just, just... Just toss but, it up for another for another uh, African American lead role, like chopped yeah. up, like he can do it. Like you, can, that's another name you can like put in the in the that that tier. Of just like we need a guy, you know. Right, and y'all, and funny too is that the Creed there are there are so many connections to in Creed to Marvel because like Michael B. Jordan was in Black Panther, Tessa Thompson who plays his love interest is of course in like Valkyrie, and, yeah. yeah, you know, and then now him. So like. Yeah, that, that's a fun little circle that they have going on there too. Like, yeah, good for all of them. I'm no, happy for yeah. every single one of I, them. I am very interested to find out how Tessa Thompson can hear because in the last movie, her hearing's deteriorating. So yeah. definitely interested to see that. Um, but, but yeah, I don't want to d- dwell too much on Creed. We can I can do a whole yeah. episode on that. But uh, yeah, for sure. um, 
Yes. And uh, moving on. But yeah, I mean, were you? Did you like the Ant Man trailer overall? Like, it was enough to kind of get you interested in what's coming. Not really. I mean, it, it, I think it's just a Marvel movie that I'm going to watch, obviously, because I'm a sheep in that sense. Uh, <laughs> All of us are. Marvel put something. Marvel put something out. I have to watch it. It's, it's you know, it's, it's been 15 years of doing this, so we're going to do it. Um, I think I just need to see a little bit more. I think I just yeah. the ending, uh, the ominous question that that Kang asked. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, you know, what the hell? Yeah. Bill Murray being in it, awesome, but like, why? That's hilarious. <laughs> random. I, I, I. I you know how Bill Murray works, right? Like he doesn't have a phone; he just has an answering service. And people just—that's how they like get in touch with him for Dude, guys, He does <laughs> not have a cell phone. He literally has like an answering machine. You still like, call <laughs> it? He'll check it like once in a while. Like he doesn't have a manager. So can you imagine Marvel Studios like chasing down Bill Murray to get him to play a role in a Marvel movie? It's—it's it's just so funny to me. The dude literally doesn't do like he does not check his. He's fucking Bill Murray. He well, doesn't now, check that I, now that I know that, it's, it sounds something that like, would be very Bill Murray to do. <laughs> yeah, he's just, like, I don't care. You know, he's so, like, you know, it's interesting, too, because Bill Murray is going through, and it seems like a little bit more under the radar, but maybe coming in more into the mainstream. He's going through a lot of stuff where people are bringing up old stories about him, and, like, uh, like Gina Davis is an actress, like, she was promoting a book and said that he kind of made some advances on her back in the day that she found right, we're, No, we're not. I don't know. I'm just saying, but I just think I it's it. interesting that like he's in this spot now, uh, where this kind of thing, it, it, this is happening, where he's getting all these like he's still acting and working, but then like bubbling underneath the surface is like, let's bring up this stuff that he did a long time ago. Um, the case, I'm not a holy man, but I pray to God every day that I don't have a biography written about me in later in life. Because that's the like, if you did that to every actor, Bill Murray's age, shit's going down. Like, good God. Yeah, like yeah. if no, you I would... like watch any of those film documentaries or like uh, what's that one with Phil Bill Murray does like when they're like at a summer camp? I forgot the name of it. Oh, like... that's not something I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, but like that fucking thing. There's photos of just like ch- chicks all around, and he's just like I'm fucking Bill Murray. So it was the '70s. So yeah, I'm not you know discrediting Bill, Bill Murray... any, I'm not discrediting anything that anyone no, says. No, 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 not, not at all. But and it is Bill, the '70s. And Bill Murray, like, even though I love Ghostbusters and Ground All Day, and like, you know, so many things that he's done, Stripes, like, so many things that he's like done over the years. There is a part of me that thinks that he, like, he reminds me a bit of Chevy Chase, where it's like there's a little like, oh, there's something unlikable a little bit, like, yeah, like people run like, the, bro, people, like he, yeah. It, it, not to bring sports into it, but sports time. Um, he's a big golfer, and like yeah. he loves golf and has his own golf brand. Uh, it's super funny, but <clears throat> he has a lot of antics on the golf course um, that people don't like. And you know, he's just like, "All right, dude, we get it that you're fucking Bill Murray. Like, yeah, we get it." But at the same time, he's the fucking man. So um, that's true. Uh, his- it's funny that you said that answering machine story because it reminded me when I was uh, I was watching something about the making of Ghostbusters, and he left them all hanging about whether or not he was going to do the movie up until like they, 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 they basically said like until that first day of shooting they didn't even know if he would like show up because he wasn't really giving like a definite like oh i'm into this i want to do it uh like they were like okay well, we're just gonna hope for the best yeah, <laughs> and i, I guess that's he's been learned. like that forever that's, like, still learned. Uh, yeah, still learned. That's, yep. that's who he is uh but yeah yeah uh yeah i just yeah i just wanted to get your thoughts on that man i feel the same way where it's like it looks fun um, I'm not like overly excited for it yet, but I'm sure if I see like there's a there's a clear difference between seeing like the 
the two Wakanda Forever trailers that we've gotten, and then that one Ant Man trailer. Just you know, there I know they're different types of Marvel movies, but um, just need to see more from Ant Man uh, as it gets closer to coming out. Um, but then we also have another Marvel trailer, which I didn't even I forgot this was coming because there's been so much Marvel stuff. Um, but you know they've been doing these like kind of one-off specials. They did the whole Werewolf by Night, which I still haven't watched uh, yet. Still haven't watched that either. Um, and now there's a Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special, and um, I I don't particularly care. Um, I mean, I, I, I like I, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I just have one comment, yeah, have I, one comment on it. Yeah, yeah. What? It better be longer than an hour. I you can't see all it. this hype. You want it's you almost better be a movie, like an hour and a half. Yes. Uh, the I guess the, the upside be. is that like we got all the cast except for I think Zoe's all down. I guess she's kind of because of what's going to go on with like Guardians of the Galaxy three, like how they're using her. Um, but the upside is that it's written and directed by James Gunn, so there's still the same creative mind behind it. It does sound really cheesy and like I, I don't know. It doesn't sound like my thing, but maybe like I. Some people saw that trailer today and thought it was fun and thought it looked it like a definitely good time. Definitely looks fun for sure. But, um, yeah, no, know, not much, not much to like talk about. I mean, if, not if they, really my bad. I mean, I, I would love if they use like part of this to explain where Gamora is and like give it an actual. Explanation. I mean, I, I would assume they would want to like kind of connect it to uh, as far as like with her, like talking about her and like maybe setting up where they end up in uh, <clears throat> Guardians. Exactly. Three. Yeah. Um, so. It's I'm, sure, I'm, it's, I'm sure it'll be it's, fun. It's it'll smart. Be cute. It's smart. He's like 3.5 Guardians. Yeah, right. Movies. And then, like, you know, it comes out November 25th. So, right in time for, you know, I guess it's like Thanksgiving. And, you know, yeah. I'm sure it'll be fun. That's when and, Thanksgiving is. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I guess it's, I think it's the 25th. I think it's, I think pretty, it's the 25th. Uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure that day every year. Uh, I'm, close man, to, I'm close to it. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, but these, the I mean, I know they've only. Ex- they only really experimented with the one-off thing once, right? With Werewolf by Night, and that went that went well for for them, I guess. It yeah, it got good reviews. Yeah. I mean, I haven't says watched people it. who haven't watched it. Says the people I haven't watched, haven't it, watched only, it yet. It's a timing thing. Uh, I just haven't had time to watch it, but it, I, it got really good reviews, and a lot of people seem to enjoy it for being like different from uh, the other stuff Marvel has given us. Yeah. And I guess I guess the fact that it has been successful, like they were like, hey, like, will the will this is it just a one-off? Or are you gonna like try to explore more with it? And they want to explore more with it uh, instead of just making it kind of a one-off. Like the one-off thing seems weird when you cast certain people. Like um, I'm blanking on the guy's name who uh, is leading that, but he's not like a a no-name like actor. So it seems weird to like use someone like that for just like a one-off kind of thing and not explore it again. So I imagine they will down the road if yeah, you know, I mean, especially they're, they're, Disney. they're Disney. They have all the money in the world to do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all the very happy. I mean, news. it yeah, happy Marvel news, but it's a great segue from Guardians into the news that just dropped today concerning James Gunn and DC. Yep. Um. So just a big, just a big old just. So oh, it's so funny about this story is that like you know we've been talking about for weeks like who is going to be their next like who's going to be the Kevin Feige who's going to lead DC Studios. Which you know, which means that this person would be running like film, television, like all the stuff that's related to DC. They would only be uh, reporting to what's the name again? The, uh, the Warner Brothers. David Zaslav. Zaslav. Uh, they'll be dealing with some other Warner Brothers people, but that's more about the merchandising and like uh, marketing stuff. 
Um, but DC apparently needs like more than one person to be there, Kevin Feige, because they got two, uh, which is one of them being James Gunn, as we mentioned from, you know, he's been with Marvel with Guardians of the Galaxy. He got in bed with DC. Oddly enough, when he was let go by Disney and Marvel, when all those old tweets popped up, and then he got, he was chosen to direct the Suicide Squad. And then when he was chosen for that, uh, Marvel was like, uh, well, those tweets are old and we want you back. So they rehired him to finish out the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. But in the meantime, he started building this big, nice relationship with DC, making the Suicide Squad and then doing Peacemaker. And then we had talked about like his secret DC project last week, which I guess this is probably it, even though I, th- I guess he will be doing like projects. He's still going to be, uh, what they said, exclusive only to DC. So he can't work with Marvel. So he's only going to be doing stuff with DC. And then the other guy is Peter, Peter and Yeah. And uh, more of a, more on the producing end. He's on, he's that kind of, he's that guy. So more of like the, the money part, which is cool because you got one person who is going to be the creative face of this. And one person who is going to be in charge of uh, the money part, uh, which I think is smart. Um, and I guess like they were, they approached uh, Peter, I guess last week about doing it. And he didn't want to do it alone. That was his kind of that was his concern about doing it by himself. And then they got James Gunn in the mix, and now everyone is very, very uh, excited and positive about what's going to happen with um, the DC. Okay, here's what I want to. This is the weird thing that kind of brought, got brought up. The Hollywood Reporter, when they talked about it, did not call it the DC EU. They just they dropped the E. So everyone on Twitter was like, "Why did they?" Uh, why did they drop the E? Um, I don't know if there's um, like anything deeper <laughs> with them dropping the E or if that was, I have no idea. But it's a good, like, it's a good look, I think, to have uh, someone as reliable and creative and hasn't really disappointed uh, like Jim, James Gunn. And it seems like he is going to be working really well with uh, Peter Saffron. So this is week two or three a very positive uh, DC news after we spent weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks complaining about it being like a sinking ship. So um, kudos to them. Uh, and I'm looking forward to what they do next. I mean, I'm like, yeah, uh, to have someone that like, I think it's really important to have someone like James Gunn, who is clearly knows what he's doing on the creative and uh, kind of being in charge of that. And I think it's also good to kind of have someone who's squarely focused on like the marketing and uh, and like distribution side of it and the producing side of it. So now that all these uh, all these tasks are being like put on one person, I didn't even think about like having uh, two people uh, in that role. But I I it that seems like a, I mean everyone can't just be Kevin Feige, and I guess even Kevin Feige needs help. Uh, I'm I'm sure he has like help and like now we have these two guys that are gonna be running it and they seem like the best choices especially compared to all the choices that we had before um, that were rumored to be taking over. Yeah, no, I did not expect uh, James Gunn or like any director not at all. to to like be named addict from what I from what I read in the Hollywood Reporter it was like um, they wanted DC wanted James Gunn. And James Gunn was like, I'm down with it, but I don't want to do it alone. 
which I thought was super smart. And then he's like, well, I'm just going to bring on Peter, who's done, who did DC's pros, most, one of the most profitable movies in Aquaman. Yeah. Um, obviously, we know that you just said he's done products for DC. I just think it's a smart thing because he clearly knows the secret juices of Marvel and their success of how to intertwine storylines, develop characters, um, and find directors that can create these stories that are individually awesome, but at the same time, they're towards a central vision of getting to... Unfortunately, Marvel has put put made the precedent, builds up to a huge yeah. you know team-up movie, which, again, no one's complaining about. Like, we got Justice League, which is five years, ten years too early. Yeah. Um, so super excited about that. And then you have Peter Saffron, who's, like, a great producer. Like, it's always... So now you just have him as... The money guy. The money guy, the guy who finds other producers. Like, yeah. if we, if he just say, just put it out there, like, he's the type of person who can bring Zack Snyder back in a flash without, like, all he has to do is just ask David Zaslav. Like, there's one and that's it. Like, the only people or person he needs to check with is David Zaslav. So, um, it's like that type of power. Like, he can do, they can do what they want, um, because yeah. they trust him. Um, furthermore, on that, yes, the, it's weird they took the E out of the DCEU, but I've never, it's always been a state of, a state of controversy what the, what should, it should be referenced what, what by. It should be, yeah. Um, but there's obviously like, basically I look at it as DC, the DC universe, which is just, you know, our normal Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Wonder Woman, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Then DC Black is like Joker. Yeah. Um, I guess the Batman was that big part of that or no? No, the Batman is just the Reeves for like the Reeves, just Reeves, just Reeves is, is his own thing. Is, is Reeves is super lucky because he gets basically his own universe because it's yeah. so different from the other two that he can't like put two and two together and be like, yep, Robert Pattinson is the Joker's Batman, like it can't work. Yeah, so he's just like, dude, like, why don't I just make like everyone loves DC villains, so why don't yeah. I just make awesome shows for you guys? Yeah, I do have the you know, speak first contract with you guys. So boom, that's awesome. So basically, um, uh, Todd Phillips and like DC Black, I think, is run by the other two D- new Warner DC heads. I'm, their names are passing me right now, but those are the people that um, approved Henry Cable Cavill coming back. Right. So those two, those two, two people are obviously within the in the know, and then um. It's just a smart move altogether because I think James Gunn, like I said before, has the secret sauce to, to all this. So um, it's a good move. Good move by DC. I'm excited think, to see what happens. Too I think it's good that like they James... both were like, they both were kind of aware that they didn't want to do it alone. Like they were both kind of aware, like I, like this, they need each other a bit. Like they yeah. want to take on the responsibility of like, that's a big responsibility. Um, and like I, like I said, I never even thought of like two people doing it. Um, but that seems like the thing that makes the most sense. Like you have the creative mind and then you have the, the guy who's like, I'm just going to focus on getting all the right producers and distribution and marketing and all that stuff. And now James Gunn just has to re- worry about how uh, all these projects are moving forward creatively. And, you know, that's been the biggest problem with DC before, right? There were so many, there were so many cooks in that kitchen that it became impossible to, 
have a real like creative focus because it was like all over the place. And well, now they well they did they did. Zack Snyder had a crew of like directors that did and, like he was writing the Wonder Woman stuff. He was like, Deborah Snyder was producing other stuff. It's just that they weren't aligned with the old hierarchy well, they of, wanted, yeah. of the, of the uh, actual business people. Now they are, and obviously it's too you know sour milk now to get back to that. But they did. It's just obviously now they have a one direct vision instead of two or five or whatever the fuck it was yeah. but um it's yeah no it, it's a smart thing and james gunn has repeatedly demonstrated that he does know very well batman superman one woman yeah. aquaman he's just like i want to do the other stuff so right. i'll find i'll find the people i'll find the jj abrams and the and the uh uh quentin mccarries to to do yeah, our 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 big ten polls because I can get those guys like those are my guys you know we're yeah. all directors who do big shit like please like James Gunn this is for I'm saying it now getting it please get me Denise Villanueva for something I know I'm butchering his name but get him for something like Doctor Fate would be epic with him and a new Doctor Fate well more on that later yeah um, um but yeah you know, I just think he's got the right right the right. Um, position in the uh, in the industry to make some moves. He has a lot of he has a real, he has a lot of respect in the industry. I I remember when that stuff happened, even that stuff that happened with the uh, the old tweets, and then him getting fired in a kind of a an era where everyone gets canceled. There were a lot of people that had his back that were like, "Hey, like this happened a long time ago. He already apologized for it. Like, why are we bringing it up now?" And that says a lot about like. The kind of level of respect that he has had it up to that point where people could be like, hey, I mean, it looks bad, but like this is a long time ago. He already said what he needed to say about it. Why are we trying to like get rid of him? And I mean, and he and he's continued that. I mean, I I, I don't even know this for sure. Like his working relationship beyond the whole like fired and getting rehired with Marvel, is it still good? I mean, I know we made the last his that last uh, Guardians movie is gonna be his final stuff with Marvel. But I saw someone on Twitter asking like why wouldn't he want to continue his relationship with them? But I imagine that he was offered more creative, like there's more creative things he can do with the DC universe at this point than he could with anything with yeah, Marvel. Yeah, no, I, I, if he probably looks 10 years down the line, there's nothing for him to do at right. Marvel. Like he's done so, he's done everything he needs to do as far as... Yeah, absolutely. With with why else would he need to do anything else with Marvel? He's created literally probably the, one of the better, better trilogies, like top three trilogies in the Marvel universe. Um, he came back to life from being canceled essentially. So I think yeah. he's done everything he needed to do at Marvel. Um, so he has, said, he has, that, he has said that there's more creative freedom with DC as far as, and it's so weird too because I, I feel like Kevin Feige gives creative freedom at Marvel, but I he said that he had more creative he also license. Definitely asks like you got you. He doesn't he doesn't ask. He says like you got to do it this way. You know, right? Yeah, so. that makes sense. Well, I look forward to what he's going to do with um or both of them, not just him. I mean, like what this new kind of era is uh, for DC, which seemed to have started like over the weekend uh, with like one of their major releases. I mean, I like it like it everything about like other than like with the stuff with Black Adam with like the bad reviews. And I want to apologize right now for being very wrong. Cause I said that the Rotten Tomatoes score from critics would go up. It actually like went down like real bad. It was like a 39% the last time I looked, but a more robust 90% audience score and a B plus cinema score, which um, 
Dwayne Johnson. You live actually, by the you you live by the cinema score. I do well because cinema score is, is important with certain movies because you can kind of tell where they're gonna like fall apart. Like it, it depends on like certain genres. Like horror genre gets like a C, that means that it's gonna fall apart quickly. Uh, superhero movie gets B B minus. It's not gonna do that well either. But encouraging the ninety percent audience score for Black Adam and like Dwayne Johnson leaned into that on his Instagram. That's what he kind of celebrated on one of his posts that, you know, this is a movie that was made for fans and the fans seem to respond uh, to it. I also want to apologize too for being wrong about the box office. It did do well. I thought it was going to like be higher than what it was. I thought it was going to be like in the 80, 85. Um, I guess what happened when the reviews came out, the bad reviews, the tracking dropped down to $60 million for opening weekend. Um, So I guess the good news is that it, opened to $67 million, which means it beat its new tracking. And um, it opened to $140 million globally. Um, it still has a ways to go to recoup its $200 million budget, reportedly. And that's without marketing costs. Um, but the upside is that it's the only like 10-pole movie in release until Black Panther comes out on November 11th. So it has, like, uh, it has a lot of time to itself. Um, before it has to give up some of the shine to Black Panther. Um, but I want to just say positive, because I don't get to talk about DC movies in a positive light sometimes, other than Wonder Woman, I guess. And then I know you do more than I do for some of the other ones. All of them. I, I was, um, what struck me the most, and I, I said this on Twitter, that like it was the first time I was truly like really entertained by a DC EU movie in a really long time where I was aware that like while watching it that I could see why critics wouldn't love it uh I could totally see that but because there's not much story to speak of but it was so highly entertaining and like never let up it was just like wall-to-wall action from like start to finish and like the cast was great Dwayne Johnson was great like it was funny uh like uh all the like fight scene cgi well i thought all that was pretty good like i wasn't really disappointed with like how it turned out and maybe i can be smug and be like give me more story or like give me more of the jsa because i thought they were great i i wanted more from them only because like i thought they were so much fun and uh they were great together but yeah i was i was surprised that i enjoyed it as much as i did I hate that you have that like surprise in your, the sound of your voice. It's like, oh well, I, <laughs> I enjoyed a DC movie. It's like I no, I was really, I, was, I think I sat in my chair just like entertain me, and then like I was like, oh okay, you did. Yeah, you were entertaining the shit out of it. It was fucking awesome. It was fun to watch. Like any, it's like I feel like all of these these reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are just cookie cutter. Like they were planned. Like as soon as it came out, like we can open up. It's like, oh yeah, Dwayne Johnson this. Dwayne John, the charm's not there for that Dwayne Johnson that we know, or like we didn't get to know these characters that are introduced, or so and so and so on and so forth. It's like, yeah, you are literally nitpicking at things that Marvel has done. I'm just, just for, I'm not saying Marvel, just Marvel that. I'm just saying for the sake of the argument that we're trying to get at, it's like Hawkeye randomly introduced in Thor, like just randomly. Because they had to get in, him in before Avengers, right? They had to be like, oh, ex- like exactly my like, point. So, like, oh, what? Why is there no like there? I mean, Thor. Thor is not the greatest movie of all time, but why is right. there no like? You know, this is the exact same example. You're introducing right. a random character that we don't know, and he's got to be important to the character or to the movie. So, right. big dump of the pants there to anybody who's like, I want, I, I want more JSA. Um, 
I'm a little shocked the movie was actually under um like two hours total, like minus credits and, and whatnot. I was surprised um, too. I it it could it, it really could have gotten an extra 20 minutes of dialogue and other stuff. Like, and I wouldn't have been upset by it, you know. So that would have helped that would have helped out maybe for people who thought that the story was thin. Yeah, like absolutely. If there was more, like because like it kept like for me, it kept moving from like and I didn't, I didn't complain about it, but it was like it kept moving from beat to beat to beat without like a lot of explanation. There'd be like a little bit of dialogue that's like, all right, well, that explains kind of what's going on. The timeline of the movie was essentially explanation, fight scene, yeah. cool down, explanation, fight scene, cool down, explanation. Right fight scene <laughs> it was only, like, like i'm cool i'm cool with this this is fun like yeah i got hawkman flying all over the place dr fate is doing his thing adam smasher has no idea what's going on and it's hilarious like yeah so i want to like they're using him as an example right like i got the impression like just and i didn't need a lot but like i got the impression just from a few lines of dialogue that he was just trying to like trying to live up to some, you know to what you know being a hero is and all that stuff like i didn't need like a full-on like rundown about like what he was trying to do but they i thought like with a few lines of dialogue and i know that might not be enough for everyone but i thought with just a little bit of that they were like oh i, I understand who this guy is and like same like same thing with like most of them i thought like you know it's hard to do an origin movie like this and have so many characters in it and i get it i mean we've been we've been having that problem for a long time with like ensemble like comic book movies I, I like there's an argument to be made that x-men had this problem too where it's like all right wolverine is the focus and then everyone else is just kind of there um but i thought they did the best they could with like trying to like you know deal with black adam's origins and then also fitting their stuff in too i didn't, i actually didn't think it was like crammed in i just thought you know i got just enough and i was fine with that i was completely okay with like the characterizations and all that stuff in it what's been the, the, only, me. the only person i really think that they needed to give a little bit more explanation on is hawkman because um he has a, a extremely state-of-the-art estate in in louisiana that like it's just <laughs> it's just like where the i like i know he's an eternal he's supposed to be an eternal being that's you know passed down from one to one up but would love to have known a little bit more about that and like how he got to be so like how how Amanda Waller is okay with him. Oh yeah, like like yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like that whole thing kind of is glazed over. I hope they like explain that more with a, with a Hawkman series or something because because Aldous Hodge he did great. I thought he was he hilarious. was really good. He was probably like my, his, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. His, him his and Pierce Brosnan was, were amazing. His suit was dope. Um, I just would have loved to like. How did you get to this reputation? Like, you know, like how did you get there? The level of what respect. did you do? Yeah. 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 What, what makes you so special that Amanda Waller, who you know, only fucks with only fucks with with an X, like fucks with like Superman because she knows she can't stop him, Batman yeah. because he knows all the dirty secrets, and like that's about it. Like she doesn't like right. mess with like superheroes like on this like type of like. Oh, we're chilling type thing. Right. So definitely would have loved to hear a little bit about that, but still like his character, his his like whole like all about justice. We're gonna take you down. Yeah. yeah. If we gotta use violence, we will. It's like I loved it. It was hilarious. It was like 
so cliche that it was funny because like oh, oh yeah really they believed, needed they needed that he really believes what he they said needed that counterpoint right they needed him to be like all like you know truth justice in the american way and then have black adam be like no that was a good opposite i mean like good opposition to have um you would know this more than me and this is why i was wondering why i was watching it this the character the way that dwayne johnson plays him is that how he is in the comic books because i couldn't like tell because sometimes when i'm watching dwayne johnson something feels very just the rock about what he's doing even in this even though there was there's complaints about him not having as much charisma i still got dwayne johnson vibes the whole time i was watching it so i was like is this how his character is in the comic books or is this him no yeah no it, it, it's it. a pretty it's a pretty it's a pretty accurate uh depiction of black adam and like Let's just look at the context of the character. He's a five thousand year old Egyptian, who, uh, like, back in societal days, like you know, there's like you know, like three things to think: like, fight, survive, and eat. You know, like, yeah, it's very black and white for him. You know, like, there's corporal punishment. There's you know, you chop a hand off for stealing something in those days. You know, like, so to bring that into the normal days, or not to the normal days, to the current days. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Like it, 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 he, he's not a no, he's not a joking type of guy, where he makes like that's why the, that's why he's the polar opposite of Billy Batson and Shazam. Like, right, right. It's a man who is no fun, no games. Like, I will kill you if I have to. Um, but he also like does believe in a certain level of justice. So it was great. I mean. I thought like his look was great, like his costume was sick. It was also like I really hope that they talked to David Sandberg about like how he got inspiration for his suit because he's essentially the guy who created the lore of Shazam visually. So they it, it was great to see them like kind of work the same exact type of look. Yeah. Um, because at one point I was really annoyed that he was just basically wearing like just a, a bodysuit, like there was no cape. Um, but it was great. Like it, it was fun for me to watch. Like intergang like you didn't like 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 we said multiple times before like this isn't a movie that needs a lot of explanation like i don't right. i'm not looking for groundbreaking writing here i'm looking for the rock to fly and shoot electricity bolts and fight a demon yeah. like like i don't even we don't even need to talk about the actual story the only thing we need to talk about is dwayne johnson the introduction of like dr fate which he was Awesome, Pierce Brosnan, great. Unfortunately, unfortunately, sorry for the hiccups. Unfortunately, spoiler alert, he dies. Like, is that like a finite kind of thing, or is there a way to? No, no, yeah, it's it's, but he could come back. Like, you don't see his body die, so that's the whole like thing. So they they they've even said to that Pierce Brosnan loved playing that character too. So it's like never say never with Doctor Fate because he is magical and you know like he goes yeah. to other realms. I did hate that everyone was like. Oh, Doctor Fate is such a copy of Doctor Strange. It's like you're only saying that because you saw the movies first. Yeah, I, yeah I wanna, that's a good point to Good make. I, there was one review that actually pointed to every single character and compared them to Marvel people. They were like, "Well, Adam Smasher is just Ant Man, and uh, Cyclone is just Storm. Uh, they like Hawkman was just Falcon." They were like, "There's all these comparisons to Marvel," and like the only reason that you're right, the only reason they're saying that is because they saw Marvel movies that had similar characters first. But like, when did the when did these characters get introduced in like the comic Dude, books? Like Hawkman Hawkman's been around since like the fifties. Yeah, Doctor so, Fate's yeah. been around. Doctor Strange it came out before, um, uh, Doctor Strange. Or Doctor Fate came out before Doctor Strange. 
yeah, then Cyclone being compared to an X-Men is so far, I guess, such a reach for that person who wrote that article. It's ridiculous. Um, Just to like, oh, yeah, no. Someone's going to come up with a character that that can move the wind. It's not like it's a groundbreaking idea here, people. You know, it's just, again, you saw one first, so you're assuming that that's where you got the character from. Yeah. But they're all in books beforehand. So stupid on that person to like try and like make that a bad thing. Like if you want to go, I mean, we can go through the whole thing. Superman is Thor. Um, Batman is Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, go on and so forth. Cyborg is, you do Cyborg, Iron Man, you know, whatever. But there's there's a lot of parallels between the two. Deathstroke, Deadpool, literally the same exact thing. Yeah. Except one is like immortal. So, I hate that stupid thing. But him as a character, fantastic. Visuals were dope. Um they were really good. Yeah. And you didn't again didn't didn't need a lot of explanation because everyone else was explaining except for you, like the, that don't touch the helmet, this, that. And it's like, okay, sweet. We'll figure it out at another time. Like obviously, like the rock's not gonna not have this guy back. So yeah. um if you can just talk on the the villain for a little second, like it's it's a it's a knock on the it's not a knock on the movie. It just didn't matter to me. Like it's <laughs> yeah, it felt like so that that would be if I had a complaint. I guess uh, felt like an afterthought, but I guess like I guess what we've talked about the movie before, like because we were like in the advertising for it, you don't really get a hint of like who the villain, who the real villain is, because it the marketing wanted you to kind of believe that like the antihero kind of was going to be like the biggest threat and then but then they introduce uh i guess they don't introduce the they introduce the guy early in the game that becomes like the big bad at the end but like it felt very like tacked on (laughs) like yeah it It easily could have been that like black adam saved somebody from like a not they saved canada from like a natural disaster or like a nuclear strike easily could have done that and we could have been like all right cool um, especially when the when the CGI of that character just does not look as great as it could have been. Yeah. Um, definitely wasn't my favorite, but again, worked for the story, served his purpose, and um, it brought the human element into play a little bit, like with the son, um, and the and the mother. Yeah, like, yeah. They were great. They were. I read. I read one point. It's like they're basically the representation of his son and wife from five thousand years ago, years which ago. I was like, that's great, and I would love to see him become like the Jimmy Olsen for Black Adam. Yeah, for Superman, you know, so that I think that's really great. Um, like the like the human moments hit. Like I went and when his mom got him back, or or you know those those hit. So they really like, again, did. not really it. understanding all the hate for the writing, whatnot. I understand where some of it like luster, but like just the pure hate for me, like this is stupid is I think un- unwarranted and was planned. Yeah, and um, usually you know what I think I brought it up to you in person because usually kid characters like this in movies like can be annoying uh, or like precocious or like i i thought that i thought he was really good i really like kind of bought into his enthusiasm and like the kind of like chemistry that he had with uh black adam's character I, I liked the relationship between him and his mother as well i thought that was handled uh really well um i also kind of enjoyed that like you know dc gets it uh cues of not really dabbling in humor a bit and there was some funny stuff in this that didn't feel like dude forced. they had a they had a famous they had a famous comedian mo yeah. the yeah. brother with the hair 
yeah. my guy Mo from Netflix, the show Mo, go watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was hilarious. Yeah, like it, it didn't feel forced either. Like it didn't feel like they were just trying to throw in jokes. I love the stuff with like Adam Smasher kind of being like a klutz and kind of like not quite. <laughs> Not quite the uh, when he was e- hero he used to be. When he, was eat- when he was eating the fried chicken when they first meet him, I was like, where the fuck did he get the fried chicken, fried chicken. from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I thought he was really good in that part. Because I, I, I mean, I'm, only, I'm only familiar with him based on like stuff I've been made to watch for work. And uh, it's usually like the Netflix romantic comedy stuff that he's been in. Um, but I thought he was really funny and he was good. And Quintessa Swindell, who plays, I guess, uh, Cyclone, I thought she was good too. They all, they all had, like, a good camaraderie, that group. I thought they were all, like, really, they felt like, they felt like a team, even though they were just kind of put together like that. But, like, I really dug the, you know, I got a sense of, like, team with them when I was watching it. You could tell, like, they mm-hmm. all kind of, like, working with each other. And that was, like, a cool thing to kind of see on screen. And I thought that, like, like I said, we talked about Pierce Brosnan. I thought he was really good and, like, I, it's cool when people like th- like him at this stage of their career just do things to like kind of have fun and i feel like this is what he was doing with this he was like this is just going to be a really fun role to take on and like he seemed like he really enjoyed himself and he and he was really good he was also really funny but also i liked the kind of more serious stuff he had with like alex hodges character about their kind of relationship another relationship that was only formed with like a few instances of dialogue which wouldn't be enough for critics apparently because they thought that there was no real emotional like uh connection but i i actually got it I, in a few lines you could just tell what their relationship was uh yeah well they no they they do fail to mention that out like hawkman and dr fader are both like basically two immortal beings who like basically change over and change over so they probably do hold each other's like previous self's memory yeah. so that's where like that connection comes into play is that like they've always known each other yeah, regardless of it, it's pierce brosnan or the next Dr. Fate and next Hawkman, like they'll know of that person before they, per- that they become Dr. Fate or Hawkman. So right. it's like um, a pre, you know, pre downloaded thing in your, right. in the system of like, Oh yeah, I know this person. Um, But yeah, no, it definitely felt it too. It sucked. But yeah. um, I think I read an article. It was like Pierce Brosnan loved how, like when he said the last lines, it was like, I see no future and it's beautiful. Um, yeah. He kind of related it to himself being like, I'm 69, I'm almost 70. You know, oh wow, he went deep. <laughs> you know, yeah. So he he thought it was very cool. I just think it's funny that like, like you say, like, oh yeah, definitely like a super fun role to like do. Yeah, probably the most physical work he probably did, or like the least amount of work he did because he was in CGI. For most of in it. Mo- and and mocap, yeah. Like it wasn't even yeah. mocap because he was actually like, flying around in the air. So it's like we'll just CGI that. So, uh, hilarious. I guess that's the same that for uh, Noah since but Adam Smasher. Like, I mean. Outside of like, I mean, because when they have to make him big and stuff, like they didn't really need him there, right? Like, are do they do they have him? Do they motion capture him for any of that, or is he just no? You can provi- motion capture. Or is he just, just providing the voice and like and all that? Yeah, you can motion capture him and then enlarge him because they need to get his face. They need to get right, like, a Deadpool right. face. That's true. Um, also, yeah, people calling out like, "Oh, he looks like Deadpool." It's like, well, that's kind of what happens when you when you put you know a mask on with white eyes. So yeah, Deadpool, call it Deadpool all you want. Yeah, um, but again, um, it's just because you saw it it first yeah i will uh, say that what i thought was cool and like this whole section of the movie was my favorite like from the moment that they resurrect him first time up until when the jsa and them and, and they have that first kind of fight with him that like 20 minutes i don't know how long it was 
uh that is like i thought like was the most like i was having the most fun watching that section of the movie it was just like the the action was really good the cgi was really good the score was amazing too like everything about and then like when they use like certain like kind of popular songs like painted black with the rolling stones and like some of the action scenes i thought that was really it was just it was hard not to be pumped up by it like i said i know you said it was like you were mad not mad but i was like so shocked that i was thoroughly entertained by all of it um i just wasn't expecting to be that entertained by it um and i thought they did that stuff well if that's the if that's the point just to make something that like because i saw it in a packed theater and everyone loved every part of it there's a lot of cheering there's a lot of clapping uh um everyone's talking about uh the rock's high body count in this there's a lot of uh a lot a lot a lot, a lot of people died uh at his hands which i thought they i thought was cool and they turned that into a joke of like you know you can't really kill everybody you need to kind of keep people alive so you can get information no yeah that that was a that was a really good one where he's like doctor it's we need him it's like yeah you killed him yeah can you it's like he's like can you not kill everyone please we need somebody so i thought all that stuff was fun and like yeah yeah, exactly like they're just having fun yeah i mean do you think do you think it bothers Warner Brothers DC that they still haven't found like the the critical love other than Wonder Woman I guess the real critical love that Marvel's gotten or they're like whatever this is just for the fans and we don't need it no they obviously feel like because it takes dollars out of the way like like you said this is probably gonna be this is I guarantee I would love to see this get like another 50 million dollars this weekend which I think it could do super easy um because like me and you were gonna tell our friends like no it's actually super fun exactly. like yeah, yeah whatever yeah. Regard, regardless of the, the the reviews like it's still super fun to watch yeah um does it have one but yeah, well, no, yeah it, has a, se- it has a seven it has a seven point one out of ten on IMDb which like that's a really good score for a movie like this I mean yeah like DC. so so again like I I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes but I, again like I just really think that people just don't under I don't think I don't think people will let there be good Marvel movies and good DC movies. It's yeah. that, devi- it's that divisive. It's like, you can't have both. I mean, I, like, I don't, yeah. You can't. And you like, can. it's weird because like, they're so, and like, I feel, I mean, I've, I've dumped on DC before too, but I, I do feel bad that they're so far behind. Like I, like I said, that review that I, we pointed to with like comparing like their characters to Marvel characters and that, and that wasn't just because this guy who wrote this review is like, so keenly aware of the comic books he's just talking about like i've seen these other people in these marvel movies first so then he's taking a shit on it because of that like i do feel bad that they're so far behind that it seems like it's hard for them to catch up to what marvel has been doing um but that's probably gonna change soon um but yeah i yeah i was i was wondering that if like the i mean i i still think they want the critical love but like i guess with something like this if you got dwayne johnson be like no we got the audience love Let's just roll with that. Um, that works out better. I mean, like that, that was a, I think that was a good thing to lean on. And I mean, I'm sure he probably wanted better critical reviews, but like, like you said, he made this for the fans and like, it seems like they like it, what they got so far. Um, especially where things kind of end up um, in the future of the DCU with a certain character that pops up in the, I, you know, <laughs> Uh, it's funny hey, about the. Can I, can I just? Can I just? Hold on. Yeah, I did, I, I wanted to segue into that before. Um, yeah. Because you made a good point. Like, one, Warner Brothers does want the critics, but they want the money and the fans. 
yeah. because the fans are the ones who spend the money. And man, did they do it? Or did excuse me, let me be more perspective. Did The Rock do it? Yeah, he did. Yes, he so... did it. He fucking did it. So like, we I, knew, yeah, we, we knew it was gonna. We happen, knew it was gonna happen. We already talked fucking, about. The, we talked about it because it. it leaked. It and you know what? It's weird because someone wrote a story on CBR saying the producer was mad that it leaked. I kind of thought it got leaked on purpose. Uh, but he, the producer said he was mad. He said he was upset that it leaked early. Um, I got to write a story for CBR about how Dwayne Johnson got the big Henry Cavill Superman return to happen. It took a long time. And he said it wasn't easy because it started, like you said, with the previous regime of like trying to do it. And they were like heavily against it. And that was like rumored for a long time. But he finally was like, there was a lot of pushback. And then with this new regime, he kind of was like, hey, let's film it. Let's do it. And let's just test it. If we test it at a test screening and it doesn't work, we'll take it out. And then they, he said that they saw it and they're like, no, we don't need to test it. It's fine. Let's just roll with it, and good for them on that. Because that's what that's what everyone's been wanting for like the last what was it six years? That it's since Henry Cavill's been Justice Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been six years. Yeah, so like no, technically two years because Zack Snyder came out two years ago. I mean, but it was like from a movie that was like he filmed years ago. Yes, but it's completely yes, but completely different in the sense that. It's a way better movie. Yeah. Um. Just wanted to just wanted to put that out there. Um. But yeah. No. Super huge. Like guys. Like this is this is Superman we're talking about. This is the first. This was the first movie you brought out in 2013. One of my top five movies. If I'm just gonna say it again, just because I feel like saying it. Go watch it. Man of Steel. Fucking awesome. Um. <laughs> but yeah. It's it was moronic that they didn't bring him back for ten plus years. That like uh say to, to give him his own second solo movie like. There's he's fucking awesome. Like, why not? And then he looks more lively now. He's got a bigger S, more yellow, looks more like Donner or whatever other Superman. He's got the John Williams theme. Yeah. I do like the Hans Zimmer. I do like the Hans Zimmer theme. No one ever well, I mean, complains. Hans Zimmer about Hans is amazing. Zimmer. That's why I mean yeah, yeah, no one ever complains about Hans Zimmer's music. So ever. I do wish they could say <laughs> ever. So yeah, that was dope. Um, but dude, just fucking great. Like Great, easy way to put him back in. And then, as you saw on Monday, like, he actually put out a full-on statement. It's like, I'm back. Like, yeah, wanted to wait you, for like, the weekend, but I'm fucking back, like, baby. Thank you for and your that patience. just shows how excited. Yeah, yeah just how, that just shows how excited he is to be back. It's like, I'm fucking back, baby. It's just a taste of what you got. You're going to get yeah. the whole shaft later. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson released something, welcoming him back, like, this week after the movie opened. Like, you know, making it like official, official, and having Henry Cavill say it, making Dude, it official. Warner, official. Warner Brothers Instagram posted it. Their verified yeah, account they posted all, it too. They like, all shared it across their social media. It was. If you look at the comments, it's like so many verified people are like, "Thank God, thank we miss yeah. you." Like so, and like it's one of those moves. It was like, "Wow, Walter Hamada, if you just did this three years ago, you'd still have your job right now." And it's Straight good up. for it's good for Henry Cavill because like like and even if like I'm not a big Batman versus Superman fan and. Of course, I didn't. Of course, I didn't love Joss Whedon's Justice League. I did enjoy Zack Snyder's Justice League, but everyone who either, even if they didn't like those movies that he was in, they've all agreed that he wasn't the problem. Like he was a good Superman, Clark Kent, and he just needed a good movie. And like now he gets to finally maybe have one. I I never understood this. I never understood why after Man and Steel. 
they just didn't give him another solo movie before doing Batman versus Superman, which I thought probably would have been a better idea just for him to just kind of have like establish him a bit more before jumping into like, you know, the big like crossover, not team up movie, but having them fight kind of thing. And I think I wonder if this is why this is happening, too, because. Dwayne Johnson's been talking about like having them go at it, like Black Adam and Superman. And then today he finally was like very honest about like when that would happen. And he said it would be a long way down the road. Even though he kind of hyped it up all last week, he was like, it'll be a long time before that kind of happens because they have to like fairly like reintroduce his Superman in a proper way in a really good film that like gives them his due. Um so I get that. I just don't want them to get ahead of themselves by hyping up other projects and other things like, oh, this can happen down the road. Like, just focus on getting the guy a fucking Man of Steel sequel <laughs> before we do anything else. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you're totally right. Um, I think you were just doing it more for the marketing sense of, like, the reason you should see this movie is, like, because like, Black Adam is so sick that he can take on Superman and we will show you in our, in our movie, like, later down the line. By right. the way, I brought super. I brought Superman back from, like you know, purgatory. So go see my movie. Great idea. Um, I can't like I'm like because also like as I've said before, like Henry Henry is also like a super nerd about Superman. Right. So I can imagine that he's gonna have a lot of input in it too. So his heart's gonna be in this movie. It's not like he's in it for the paycheck. I guarantee he he could probably make the sack minimum, um, and still. Like be I'm down for this. So I'm excited for it. It's a good 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 thing overall. Um it's just an overall win for Warner and like this whole news cycle, seriously. Like right. I would have then... loved to have been in some of those meetings where they were like trying to make this happen initially and there was pushback. I just wonder like was the pushback because he's so connected to Zack Snyder's like like that kind of world? Or like what was like is that the only reason for the pushback initially? To like have him Definitely. back, 100%. that's that's ridiculous. Over one fucking dude that you like for whatever reason dude, have a, and Zach like, cast <laughs> him and he cast him. Like then he, then he cast like he cast Gal Gadot too, right? He cast one cast Woman, everyone, like, everyone. He cast the entire Trinity. Yeah, he cast everybody. Yeah. So it's crazy that they're like they're just so against him. But yeah, no, they should have been like, hey, like so. Basically, the story behind that, um, not to make a whole. Uh, divulge, but basically, how it what happened was they were thinking of doing a post credit scene for Man of Steel, where an ominous box glowing green is dropped off at Wayne Manor, and like you clearly see a Bruce Wayne pick it up, and then like basically they're all the, they're all the, they're all in the writing room, like oh, well, why don't we just put them against each other? Because uh, the Frank Miller comic, yeah. and then they're like, well. Zach's already done this. Why don't we just have him do that? And then all shit, all shit hits the fan yeah. there. So, and then they're like, "Fuck, we should have done this. Now we can't go back because now we're basically putting all of our marbles with this one director. Yeah, and it, our movie didn't make a billion dollars, so now we're fucked. But it's ridiculous. So, yeah. Um, exciting times though. Exciting well, times. Well, Flash all is right. coming soon. All, yeah, all is now, right. Almost in the. DC universe. Don't say that because we're just gonna fall. Oh, I just, I just, I just drink it. <laughs> I just ruined it. I no um, yeah. Well, uh, I know, mean... but it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah, and like you know, also just you know, talking about just being happy for, just happy for Henry Cavill, who seems like 
he's excited to be back. I'm pretty sure he can't wait to get really get to work on like and oh, like kind yeah. of find out like what what they have in store for him next. I know we talked about like they're looking for writers for a man of steel too. That was like one of the big stories from uh last week. Um just take your time and find the right people and don't rush it. Like this is a good time for you guys not to rush it. Uh at, at this point, like you need to play in your own playground with yourselves and not try to keep up with uh that other big entity out there that's also making comic book movies. I would say just really just Focus on building your universe up again and make good movies, write good scripts, find good directors, find good actors to play, find good actors to play these other roles. uh, And like really focus on like the good that you guys have, because this is like your proper chance to turn it around. Uh, And I hope they do. I hope, I mean, I, I believe all the rushing was because of the previous regime. There was a lot of like, I think they were pushing a lot of the, Let's get this out there right now. And I think that's kind of changed uh, with this. So hopefully, you know, take your time. I mean, I was told you, told you so. Like, these guys are assholes. Take your sweet time. I know, like, there's that fan outcry when you, especially like, you you put in a mid credit scene like this, and fans are just like, well, what's going to happen? Like, what's going on? Like, be patient. Like, if Harry Cavill can be patient, if he can wait six years, six years (laughs) to like play this part again, then like, we can wait. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's like two years max, maybe a little bit more, before you get something. Of yeah, if, we, if 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 we don't get a trailer in like two years, I'll I'll riot. Yeah, and I think you'll get one in two years. Um, I know they already said that they're hard at work on like producing a, a sequel to Black Adam. Like they're ready for they already have ideas for that. Again, just don't rush anything. Like, I feel like now your focus should be on. Superman the and Flash. Or the, well, I mean, I guess Aquaman. like the Flash is already done, but like, you know, what you're kind of. Oh yeah, but just focus on those things, get those right. Yeah. Make sure nothing blows up in the in the press, and then, honestly, like like they said, they're gonna go back to one Roman Superman, Batman. Just give it, yeah. Like we yeah. can have an old episode about what, what what we should do next now. Right, um, right. Now that we're in a positive direction, but that we can say that for another episode, and we have nothing to talk about. It's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, but we promised you, we promised you good DC news, and we gave it to you. So all this was really good. I, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I, you know, it was weird the, when the box office came out. There was like a mix of people who thought it would do higher, and like there were some trades that called it a disappointment. Uh, the opening, but it's really not. I mean, it, it's actually the biggest opening for a Dwayne Johnson like solo movie where he's the lead. Not like where he's part of an ensemble. Like the, some of his fast movies have done have opened better, um, but this is his biggest opening as like a lead performer in a movie. So there's something to be said about that. And like we've said before on other episodes, he's an international movie star. So there's a lot of uh, worldwide box office that'll come into play. Dude, it's gonna make so much in India. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a, so much potential for it to make a lot of money uh, globally. <laughs> so like. Also, also, just need to point out too, like it's another thing that DC just just never or Warner Brothers just never gets recognized for. It's like they actually have a lot of like non-white in their in their universe, just just in general. They're not a lot, a lot of non-white. That's true. Gals Israeli is what Gals Israeli. Only two p only true two well, three are Ezra Ben and 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 Henry and Henry. Yeah, uh, everyone else. Yeah, everyone else. You got everyone got POCs. 
and uh and and different cultures so yep. just just saying just saying yep. just a little something to tack on but um just so i pointed out I was like, yeah man that's a, that was a total i don't want to call it the wrong country <laughs> or region so all yes you're no, <laughs> all middle middle eastern brown cast like it wasn't like there was yeah, no there whitewashing there was no yeah. whitewashing in in the sense of like totally unrealistic so um just one thing i wanted to point out do not get hung up on that please no one attack me on twitter um but yeah no i think it, we're in, we're moving upwards in dc land so i'm excited to see what's next yeah me too so round of applause for black adam Good job, guys. You guys did it. Made a competent movie. It was really fun. It was really fun and entertaining. Uh, Now, I guess the next big movie is Black Panther, uh, November 11th. Um, Yeah, Black Panther gets a month. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they'll be like in two weeks, three weeks. Wow. I can't believe we're almost at the end of October. Um, So, that'll be be the next big thing that uh, we'll be discussing. but yeah, I'm I'm excited for. Oh, you know what was interesting? Before we close up, I was James Cameron, who's been also promoting his Avatar stuff, because he always feels the need to kind of like, kind of throw shade at things when he's promoting his stuff. I and, love James Cameron when he does that. He made a comment today about DC and Marvel movies, and he was saying that the characterizations. He was just like, well, they're big and that's fun. They're fun. But every character basically isn't like an adult. They all seem like they're like in like arrested development and just stuck in college. They don't really seem like they're like real rounded characters. And I was trying to think like, do Marvel and DC characters come off as if they're like like man children? Like that's what he was trying to say. Like there's no like real like adult uh, characterization and they all act like, you know, college kids even though they're in their like 30s 40s some of them older like dude, he, that was his complaint comic book. james cameron get the fuck out of here dude it's a goddamn <laughs> comic movie and you don't, have to, here, you don't have to shade them to talk about your yeah. long delayed yeah. sequel to avatar that no one wanted because you said yeah, congratulations guess. once for them beating your all-time record of movie box <laughs> of it doesn't mean anything all right bud you're not no. you're not a spielberg or a, a tarantino in my not opinion you're one uh, tier below. He was, I mean, back in the day, I mean, like he had Terminator, Terminator Two, and Aliens. I mean, like, he, he was. <laughs> he, no, yeah, no, we're not taking it away. Like, but you're not, you're not in that about that level to be like you're, uh, you're whatever you say, like changes the landscape. Just shit. Yeah, I just, I just wish, like, I wish older directors, the older they get, I wish they would throw less shade at certain things. Just stay and just, in your lane, guys. Like, like, just like we can enjoy Martin Scorsese and all your projects, you don't have to like throw shade at like the younger generation for like liking something else that's not like the Irishman. Like, I don't know. It just, it always rubs me the wrong way when like older directors do this. It's like, you don't have to like have a little bit more, you know, taste, I guess, or yeah, it's our class, I guess, when it comes to stuff like that. But they yeah. can't help it. They're they're old and they're famous and they're like we can say whatever we want because we put in time. I guess like whatever. They're gods, yeah. They're gods, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna wrap us up tonight. Um, yeah, I'm buddy. actually, I'm actually. Uh, well, Jack's gonna find this out right now. I'm actually recording. We're actually recording something with our friend Donnie for uh, Halloween because we know Donnie. we mentioned it last week. Jack does not do horror movies. 
Um, totally fine. But um, I wanted to get something out for uh, Monday on Halloween. So uh, Donnie and I will be talking about uh, not like a deep dive on the Halloween franchise, but more about like kind of where the franchise stands now with like Halloween ends and like where, where it can go like in the future, if it, you know, if anywhere. Uh, so we're going to be talking a lot about that. I'm recording that tomorrow and that will be out on uh, Monday. But this episode will be out ahead of that. Uh, so you get to hear us talk about all the good DC news, all the good Black Adam news, followed by uh, me and Donnie nerding out on uh, Halloween and horror movies. The good thing about this is that we get to have the best of both worlds. Jack can be in for all this stuff, yeah, and then maybe. we can, and then I can just uh, reel people in for the things I want to talk about. <laughs> so yeah, it's perfect. It's gonna, perfect. I love it. It'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, on that note, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, as always, you can uh, listen to us across all of our various podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods HQ, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Those are the main ones. There are other ones that they also use that I have never used. But if you find them, great. Listen to us wherever you want. Uh, doesn't really matter to us. Um, also, thanks for uh, the continued positive feedback, especially on Good Pods. Um, I checked today and we are number six in film reviews. And number 10 in all of film and TV on Good Pods. So thank you uh, for that as well. People, I love I loved to hear that because it sounds like we're following our school assignments that we give out every week. And it doesn't really change that much because it's uh, like, subscribe, comment, don't comment, comment, delete comment, then reply again to the deleted comment, and then comment again on that comment. Because we just want the algorithm on our side. We want everybody to share the podcast. Tell us you don't know about it. If you find a clip funny on Instagram, share with your friends. Tell them to follow us because we do have some clips coming out uh, week by week. Uh, they're getting better every week, too. So shout out to the studios for, for, for continuing to get better on those. Um, we love them. And I appreciate you all for listening. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your sister. Tell your brother. Tell your neighbor. Tell the mailman this time because he gets the news, no pun intended, all the time. So <laughs> tell the mailman. See if he says somebody. He sees, sees a lot of people every day. So, um, yeah, we appreciate you all. Thank you for listening. Gaze, as always, I'll probably see you in like a day or two. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. in person. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, everybody, uh, you're hearing this on a Thursday. We're talking on a Tuesday. So, talk to you in the future. Thank you very much. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Peace.